Hey, my name is Jason Byler. I'm the pastor of Life Change Church. Thank you so much for checking out our podcasts. I believe that if you'll listen to them, uh, that you will be blessed. Mark 4 tells us that the Word of God uh, planted down inside of our hearts uh, can bring forth a rich, beautiful, abundant harvest in our lives. This is my desire uh, for you. Uh, so as you listen to the Word, just receive it. Let it get down in your heart. Bring forth a harvest. Thank you so much again for listening. God bless you. So I'm hoping I, I'm on. Uh, but it is a joy for us to be with you, and, and uh, we appreciate so much the, the opportunity that Pastor Jason and Joy have given us to come and be with you. This is my beautiful wife, Tammy, of 39 years, and I'm going to let her uh, greet you and, and just share what's on her heart this morning before we get into the Word today. I'm so glad you asked me to because I don't think I could have stood it. Not <laughs> good. But God is so good. When Amen. I came into this building this morning, I could feel the glory of God. I could feel His presence. And um, they were practicing this morning and Whew, I was already feeling it. So I just started without y'all, and I just had myself a good little time over there. But you know, that's one of the benefits of getting a little older. You know, when you're young, you're, you know, you're really concerned about everything, you know, the way people perceive you when you're really young. And for every year that follows, you, you care a little bit less what people think. I think especially if you are a believer and you love God and you're all wrapped up in his word and his word is all wrapped up in you and you know who you are in Christ. So I am so thankful to be here today and I'm thankful to be thankful. I think if there's anything that will be said probably the anointing around these tables this year is going to be being thankful for being thankful because I'm telling you the world you know they don't quite get that if you've always wanted to make a huge difference in the world around you boy now's the time because people who are thankful stick out like a sore thumb right now but wow that sore thumb is very intriguing to people because they they really want to hear how you thankful in the middle of all that's going on, there's a little saying that, I've always, that I always love, and I always think of it at Thanksgiving, at Thanksgiving time, and it says this, it says, it's not that happy people are thankful, it's that thankful people are happy, yes. and we can't get the cart before the horse, because it does, having that Thanksgiving and his love just flowing out of us, of, th- of being, just being thankful, I tell you, I am thankful for things that I didn't dream I would be thankful for. And with every bad news thing that comes on, you know, we've kind of cut off some of it because it's really gotten to be a lot. But, you know, even with some of the more serious things, and we are in serious times in our country, but even with every serious news report, I have just become more thankful, thankful for the freedom to worship God, thankful to have a roof over my head, thankful to have food for my children to know God and to love God and to be striving to serve him so praise God y'all just join with us we're gonna just thank God this morning Rick's got a heart of thanks this morning and um, a message on his heart Um, one of his scriptures I think is gonna be give thanks in all things for this is the will 
of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And I think that scripture is probably going to get quoted a lot this Thanksgiving too. Because we can, we can give thanks in all things. Not for all things, but in all things. And I am thankful. I'm thankful to have a husband that I love. And um, I know he's going to minister to you this morning. And I'm thankful for Joy and Jason. And y'all pray a blessing on them as they get a moment away. Just let that be part of what you do this week. Being thankful for them. And praying that God will just shower them with his love. And, and in all that they're, they're doing this week, this week, keep them on your heart. And be thankful for them too in Amen. Jesus' name. I'm thankful for you. Praise God. We just heard a word. Amen. Amen. I love my wife. I'm thankful for her. I'm thankful for her in so many ways. Some of you have heard part of our testimony, and I'm certainly thankful that she uh, chose to keep me because she uh, CPR'd me back to life in a hotel lobby in Greenville, South Carolina when I had a massive heart attack. She is the one who brought me back to life even before the EMTs got there. So, I'm thankful for her on a lot of different levels, but uh, thankful that we still have this life together. And we too are thankful for your pastors. I know they, Jason started a series called Legendary, and I want you to know I think you have legendary pastors at this church. Joy and Jason are choice servants of God. They love you. Uh, I, I, I get to be around Joy once a week when she comes into the office there. Uh, I work with Bishop Gray in the uh, conference office in Montgomery. And I serve as the uh, uh, church revitalization or church growth and multiplication uh, director. And I get to uh, work around Joy a little bit. And I get to hear what's going on here at Life Change and, and the passion that they have for serving God here with you. And so we're grateful for them. And we do bless them in the name of Jesus that they're going to have a wonderful time. And in case I forget to, I bless all of you for this coming uh, a week of your Thanksgiving celebrations around your house we just pray that God will bless you in a supernatural way as you give thanks to Him. And I want to thank the praise and worship team this morning. They were just amazing, leading us into the presence of God. And uh, we, this is our first time coming, certainly our, not our first time to this church, but we've been here many times for uh, other things that were going on, other things happening. We've also been in services here before, so not our first time here, but it was everything within me to stay in my seat today and not come up here during praise and worship because I'm telling you, there, there is a sound that, w that dry bones make when they rattle. And in our, in our lives, we may have some areas in our life that are a little dry and we need to uh, create that sound, that sound of dry bones rattling. You know what that is? That's praise. That's lifting praise to God. So before I even read the first scripture today, can we just take a moment right where you're seated this morning and just lift your hands and out loud, don't whisper it out loud, just begin to give thanks to God and praise Him and let your dry bones, whatever area of your life might be dry, declare that to Him and, and surrender that to Him and say, Lord, cause these dry bones, these dry places in my life to rattle today as they're coming back to life, as you're restoring, as you are making the way, you are doing the miracle. As we say, you are the way maker. You are the miracle worker. You are the promise keeper. 
And today, Lord, we're going to hear promises of your word that are tied to our thanks. So, Lord, we lift up praise and our dry bones, wherever they are in our life, whatever station it is in our life, or there might be something dry. Lord, we call upon your spirit to rattle them this morning, and we give you praise in the glorious name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. Come on, put your hands together and give the Lord a good hand clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah. It was. I was, uh, I was rocking back and forth. I've got the, I know Jason wears the power pack on his side because he's so slim and trim and everything. He can get away with that, but I'm a little uh, plumper than Jason. So I put the, I put the uh, piece of machinery in my pocket here, and I had my hand in my pocket like three times fixing to turn that thing on and come up here uh, because I believe the Spirit of the Lord is here. And I saw the way some of you worshipped. I saw the way some of you uh, were gravitated to God in the midst of worship. And I just thank God for that. And I, I don't know, is, is, the, is the praise and worship team still in here? Or have they gone to get a cup of coffee before they come back? But anyway, thank you so much to them. And, and uh, we appreciate the opportunity to come and share the Word of God today. And uh, because of these lights, I can't see if there's a clock on the wall. So the only way I'm going to know that I'm finished is if one of you get up and start leaving. That means I've got to the end, but uh, I'll try not to keep you to the place that you'll do that. But I do want to share with you today, and the first scripture I want to share with you, and I thank uh, Scott back there on the graphics computer for helping me this morning. First uh, Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, the title of my message today, and I don't always give titles to messages, but today I feel it necessary to tell you that I'm going to talk to you about do not fear, but be thankful. Do not fear, but be thankful. And right here, hmm, I may, have, I may have messed up Scripture again, brother. Maybe that's supposed to be 2 Timothy 1.7. They, they want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they are talking about or what they say so confidently. What's the next verse? It's got to be 2 Timothy 1.7. I tell you what, I can quote it. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. How many of you can quote that scripture? Come on, wave at me if you can quote it. Yeah, we know that scripture. We live that scripture. We want to live that scripture. Uh, we, de we declare that scripture over our life that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I told you I should double check, didn't I, Scott, that I had transposed a number uh, on another scripture as well. For there it is. The Spirit of God does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and a sound mind. And I like the word, uh, has not given us a spirit of fear. We do not have to be afraid. So just turn to your neighbor next to you. If you're watching at home online, we're glad that you're online. If there's someone in the room next to you, just turn to them and say, don't be afraid. Oh, I didn't hear hardly anybody say that. Come on. Don't, there, there's several of you in here, so you can make some noise this morning and say, don't be afraid. We do not have to fear. God has not, If God didn't give us that spirit, where does it come from? Well, there's only one other place. It's the enemy of our soul because if he can make us afraid, he can stop us from being thankful. 
He can stop us from doing the things that God has called us to do. So we need to take heart in this scripture and not just make it one of those memory verses that we learn and we don't do anything with, but we need to live in this place. We need to remind ourselves that God has given us a spirit of power. That's a spiritual uh, gift that he's given us, that power. The Bible tells us that uh, when we tarry and wait for the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes and fills our life and we're filled with the Spirit, we will be endued with power from the Holy Spirit. So we have this power resident within us. We need to walk in it. It's a spiritual thing that God has given us. And then He's given us a spirit of love, which is relational, which is loving one another, caring for each other. And man, back in the 60s when I was just in my diapers, I wish, but yeah, Back in the 60s, I think it was, or early 70s, the song came out, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. Now, they weren't talking about the love of God, but they had the concept right. We do need love in the world in which we live in today. That's what Tammy was saying when she said we've kind of turned off a lot of the news because they show people fighting and arguing with each other all the time, and very little love is displayed on television. The love they display on TV is not love, it's lust. The love that we're talking about is the love of God, that He loved us. God is love, and He's given us that spirit of love to love each other, and not just our brothers and sisters in Christ. For most of you in here, it's easy to love everybody in this room. If it's not, don't shake your head. (laughs) Work on it. But for most of you in this room, it's easy to love each other in here. But we're also called to love those that are out there. We don't have to love what they're doing. We have to love them. People didn't love what I was doing before I came to know Jesus, but they loved me enough to share the gospel with me. Amen? And all of us were in that place at one point. The Bible even tells us that, that we were all like that. We were all sinners. We were all away from God. But someone loved us enough. First of all, God loved us enough to send His Son. Secondly, a person loved us enough to share the gospel. Whether it was a preacher from the platform or someone that shared Christ with you, you came to know Jesus because of love. And He has given us that spirit of love. And then this one is real important in the rest of the message today. And that's the spirit of a sound mind. Because if you're not going to be afraid, it's going to start here. Because that's where fear starts. That's where the seed of fear can come into our life. And so we have to walk in this sound mind that God has given us. And He has given us a sound mind that, again, is supernatural. Because there are going to be things that happen in our life that are not going to make sense. There's probably things going on in our world right now that you would say, I can't make sense of that. But it's okay if you can't make sense of it. We can still walk with a sound mind. We don't need to let the enemy of our soul overcome us. There was a book written a few years ago called Battlefield of the Mind, and I think it was Joyce Meyer that wrote that book, honey. It's a tremendous book. Regardless of how you may feel about Joyce Meyer, this particular book was a powerful book on how to deal with your mind in a godly and spiritual way. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. So hold on to that as foundational in our time together today. And then I want to go to another passage of Scripture as foundation. I'm not going to park in this Scripture. I'm going to park in the Scriptures that come after this. But I think it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, brother, verses 7 through 10. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10. But we have this treasure in jars of clay. 
or we have this treasure in earthen vessels, other uh, translations may say, to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not of us. That means this power and love and a sound mind doesn't come from us, it comes from Him. We need to receive it and walk in it. Amen? We are hard-pressed. Now I want you to listen to the next couple of verses because I think this is where we live in our world right now. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed. Perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not abandoned. Struck down but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in us. Man, if you just parked on those scriptures right there, they could be very depressing except for that word but that's in there. That little word that's in between persecuted and perplexed and hard-pressed and struck down are all followed by the word, but. Hallelujah. Everybody say, but God. But God. We are hard-pressed, but not crushed. Perplexed. We don't understand, but we're not in despair. We're persecuted, but we're not forsaken or abandoned. And we're struck down even when it feels like defeat has overwhelmed us. We are not destroyed because of but God. Because of the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. I venture to say, and I'll just talk about one of these really quick, or maybe the first two. Uh, Hard-pressed, feels like life's closing in on us. Anybody ever feel that way before? You need to know that it may feel that way, and and in reality there may be some very difficult things going on, but he says it's not going to crush you because you're his child. You walk in his promise. There's things you don't understand. We don't understand all the things that are going on. We don't even understand what's going on with COVID-19. All we do understand is we all hate it and we're ready for it to go. In the name of Jesus. I am so ready. I told Tammy we were sitting there in our chair and I said, this is just killing me. This COVID-19 stuff, I want to be up hugging and shaking hands and talking to everybody. And because of this COVID, it's just kind of made us more reserved. But I, I declare that that will not be once we are able to be released, it's not going to be a season of trying to get used to it again. It's going to be a season of unabandoned love. Amen. And greeting one another and loving each other, especially within the body of Christ. And these next verses are where I want to park for a few minutes today with these as a foundation. You know, as children of God, we're not exempt from hard things. But we're given instruction on how to handle it. And first, we're given the power to handle it. We're given the love to handle it. We're even given a sound mind. Do you know that the Bible tells us that we even have to love our enemies? Amen. We have to love them because Jesus loved us. And the love of God that was in Christ Jesus is now inside of us, and we have to love them. There are people doing things that are so unlovely today that I want to say in my flesh, man, I don't like you. I'll hate you, but that's what the world does. Look, if you're watching online today, God has called us to a different way of life. We are called to be different because He dwells inside of us. So let's move beyond this and let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. It says this, Do not be anxious about anything. Wow, if we could live there every day, huh? What if we live there every day? Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation. Which situations? 
every situation, in all things, by prayer and petition, with what? Thanksgiving. Present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Sound mind in everything. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. Don't worry about, look, we read articles online. We get things sent to us that say what the, what the uh, ungodly leaders in the world are trying to do to suppress the church. Persecuted, remember, but not abandoned. It doesn't matter what they do to us. The church of the living God will not stop. It shall prevail. God said even the gates of hell, and sometimes we feel like we're working against those right now, amen? But sometimes, but, but what we know is the promise of God is the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God. You don't have to worry. Be anxious about nothing. Don't be anxious about that. But in every situation, now notice it says in every situation and not for every situation. How many of you have had situations in your life that it was impossible to be thankful for while you were in them? I got to tell you, my heart attack was one. It was hard for me to be thankful for it. But because of God's grace and mercy and because of a praying wife and praying family, I was able to be thankful in it. Not for it, but in it. Thankful for what? The promises of God. That I am not going to be struck down and destroyed. That he is not going to allow me to be destroyed. I'm not going to be hard-pressed without and be crushed at the same time. He's going to keep me. That's, that's why we can be thankful in things. I don't know what situations you're in in your life right now. But the Word of God tells you to be thankful in it. Don't be anxious about it. But pray. And give it to Him. And, and even plead with Him and say, Lord... Please move in this situation. Please do what you do. Please be the way maker, the miracle worker, the promise keeper right in the midst of this situation so these dry bones can rattle and live again. Amen? To come to life. And in the midst of it, I will give you thanks. For what? For being God. For loving me. For saving me. Listen to me. If you're in here or you're watching online, these promises are for the children of God. Those who have come into relationship with Jesus Christ and received what He's done. If you don't have that relationship, these promises are not for you. You know, the, the world's hard for everybody, but the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. That's because they have no peace. That's because they have no power. That's because they have no love. That's because they have no sound mind. Because those all come from God to us. So in the midst of these situations in our life, look what it says. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. People should look at you as a child of God and see you walking in God's peace because you're giving thanks to Him and wonder how in the world I don't understand how you can give thanks in the middle of what's going on around you, but, but also what's going on in your own life. How can you have peace? It's a supernatural thing. It comes from God. And it comes from being in a place where we can thank Him for whatever state we're in. Paul said it a different way. I've learned whatsoever state I'm in to be content. 
When you're content at that level, not, not that you don't want things to change, but you're content because you can thank God and know He's in the midst of it with you. You are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you today. And by giving thanks, we get this peace which transcends all understanding. And what will it do? The peace will guard our hearts. The peace will guard our hearts while God is giving us that sound mind. Realizing who we are in Him. Who we are in Him. And we can give thanks for that today. You can give thanks that Jesus saved you. You can give thanks that He brings peace to you. Look at Colossians chapter number 3, verses 15 through 17. It says this, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the peace of God rule in your heart and be thankful. I'm sure we could go around the room today and ask each one of us in here, give us 10 quick things that you're thankful for today, and you'd be able to roll them off. But most of them wouldn't be difficult things that you were in. Most of them would be being thankful that God saved you, being thankful that God given you a family, being thankful that you have food to eat, being thankful that you're going to get to gorge on some Thanksgiving food in a few days. Well, if you're not, I am, so I know what happens on Thanksgiving. Uh, Tammy's dressing, her mama's dressing, yams, all those kind of things, even some turkey. Turkey's secondary to me. It's all that other stuff that I love. I'll eat some turkey, but it's all the other stuff. And in in Thanksgiving is, is kind of a sad day, too, because you look forward to it, and after the first plate, you're, you're so full you can't enjoy it anymore. But how many of you still go get a second plate anyway? <laughs> I'll just confess that I do. Let the peace of Christ go on to the next verse, brother. Thanks. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your heart, verse 17. And whatever you do, whatever you do, whether you like your job or you don't like your job, whether you have a good boss or you don't have a good boss, whether your family was kind to you this morning or wasn't kind to you this morning, in whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Woo. Do everything you do as you're doing it under the Lord makes it easier to give thanks because you can be thankful to him where you might be able not be able to be thankful to those that are around you. But God calls us to live a thankful life. This is Thanksgiving. It's an American celebration. We do it here and we're thankful to God for this nation. Tammy said it a while ago, thankful that we're free to worship God. I know there's craziness going on around us, but there's nobody at the doors with guns today to keep us from coming in here. And I pray that never happens. But the reality is we don't know, right? But it doesn't matter. Will that stop us? No. But I am thankful that we're able to come in here today. I'm thankful that on the drive down from Montgomery to here or from Millbrook to here, there were no armed vehicles to prevent us from worshiping God today. Thankful. I'm thankful for this country. As messed up as it is, it's still the best thing going. Amen? Yeah, please amen that because y'all need to believe that. Y'all need to know that 
God's hand hasn't lifted completely off of America. Amen? His church is alive and well within it. As long as the church is in it, America will be blessed. There'll be difficult times. Notice I didn't say there may be. There will be difficult times. But you know what the Bible says? In everything, give thanks. And then you will have peace. Be thankful. Be thankful today. I'm thankful that my sister, who has lived in Chattanooga, Tennessee, for over 40 years, is most likely, it's not a done deal yet, but it's, it's pretty close to being a done deal, is going to be moving. When, when Tammy and I moved to Millbrook, I, I grew up in Prattville, but I hadn't lived there in 40 years, so it was like coming back home for me because both of my brothers still live there. One of them lived on a street that the house that we fell in love with and ended up buying is one street over from his house. I'm thankful for that. But let me tell you how good God is. My sister has been very slow to even entertain the idea of moving to Alabama because she's been up there so long. But she is the matriarch of our family. Our parents are both gone on. She's the oldest, and we've been after her to come. And what does God do? A house halfway up my brother's street that she has seen every time she goes home that she would declare, one day that's going to be my house. It came open. It came open on Thursday. She made an offer on Friday, and they're waiting for the counter offer to be accepted today, and we're all going to be right there within a three-minute walk to her house and then another three-minute walk to my brother's house. I'm thankful. We can all find things to be thankful for in the midst of all that is going on. And everything that we do, we need to do it as unto the Lord, and then we can be thankful, and then when we're thankful, peace will come. How many of you know there's no substitute for peace? Has anybody ever had a situation in your life that in the beginning you were trying to fix it, you were in such turmoil over it, you were doing everything, I've done everything I can. We hear that so often as pastors and leaders, I've done everything I can. Well, have you turned it over to God yet? Have you done what He said to come to Him with prayer and supplication and believing and surrendering it to Him. Because when you do that, we, we've had a few of those in our life. We've had some with our kids. And how many of you know you always try to fix your kids? Yeah. And as parents, whether they're living with you or not, and especially if they're not, you're trying to fix them. Every time you talk to them, you're trying to fix them. And one day God revealed to us the truth of His Word that if we'll just surrender that situation... Doesn't mean we don't care about it. Doesn't mean we're not still concerned. But we quit trying to fix it. And when we did and put it in God's hands, guess what came? Peace. Peace. Wonderful peace. Flowed down from the Father above into our life. I'm telling you, giving thanks, surrendering to God, those things will bring peace. Even in the midst of the time in which we live. And now I want to go to the passage of Scripture that Tammy mentioned when she shared with you and that's Thessalonians 5:16 through 18 rejoice when always well pastor how can i rejoice when these things are going on listen because god has given you power love and a sound mind you can rejoice because no matter what you're going through you're not alone and here's one thing i share just about everywhere i go Here's one thing you can always remember, no matter what trauma or drama 
or tragic thing may happen or unexpected thing may happen, here's what God is not doing. He is not pacing heaven, wondering what He's going to do about your situation. That should bring you great peace. He already knows. Well, why doesn't He tell me? That part is His sovereignty. I can't explain why He doesn't tell us everything up front. I do know in my life, if He had told me everything up front, I'd have tried to change most of it. Or tried to do it my way. But even in the midst of very difficult times... God is not pacing heaven. We can have the peace in knowing and give thanks in knowing that God is already at work on our behalf. Now, he's probably not going to reveal it in the timeline we want because we all wanted it yesterday, right? But there's something he's doing in those days until he gets there. But you need to know his promise is he's going to get there. It says he delivers them out of them all. Every trial Every tribulation of the believer, the Bible says, I will deliver them out of them all. That's a promise to be thankful for today. Look what it says. Pray continually. I know this house is a house of prayer. I know Jason and Joy, your pastors, are people of prayer. I know that they have taught it and spoke it to you. And I know that many of us, if we've been believers for any length of time, have heard numerous sermons and teachings on prayer. And the reason is, is it's so important to our life. It's our communication with God. It would be like me being married to Tammy for 39 years and not talking to her is the same thing as not praying to the God who loves us, the God who saves us, the God who has the plan for our life, the God who has the instruction manual, the God who created us, And knew what we were going to be before we were formed in our mother's womb. He knows the end from the beginning. We can give thanks that we serve the God who knows. Amen. And look what it says. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. To rejoice, to pray, to give thanks. It's his will for us to do those things. So we need to do them. We need to rejoice in the midst of difficult times. We need to give thanks in the midst of difficult times. We need to pray in the midst of difficult times. Don't don't skip the prayer part, because when you talk to Him, if you'll listen and be in His Word, I believe that God will talk back to you. I believe that God will speak into your heart. I believe you'll hear sometimes the still, small voice, and you talking about bringing peace to your life. Give thanks. Rejoice always. In all circumstances, give thanks. Does that mean we can give thanks in the midst of this crazy election thing? Yes. Not for the crazy election, but in it. Because we know that in the end, God's going to do something that we can't even fathom, regardless of who goes in in January. Regardless. It's not going to change God's stature one iota or his ability to give us peace or our need to still rejoice and give thanks in the midst of all these things that are going on. I'm not going to tell you to give thanks for coronavirus. There's nothing to give thanks about for that, but we can give thanks in it. And we give thanks to who? God. God, I thank you that you're doing something that I don't understand, but I can trust you. That's what that perplexed but not in despair part of that scripture back in 2 Corinthians means. In things we don't understand, that's when we should be thankful for the sovereignty of God. Sometimes 
the sovereignty of God bothers us because we want to know things and He don't tell us because He's doing something because He's sovereign. But when we can appreciate it is knowing that in the midst of difficult things, He is still sovereign and He's doing something sovereign. How many of you want to go to heaven? How many of you would love to go to heaven and not die to get there? I think that was a country song one time. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. The truth of the matter is, if you're a child of God, you're going to heaven. The end of your earthly life doesn't change anything for you. In fact, it promotes you into that place that you come to church to talk about and to hear about and to worship in the presence of God and to be thankful. He says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks. Nobody's gotten up and leave, so I'm going to try to finish before anybody does right now. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So when we take a day, it's a wonderful thing. Thanksgiving has become an incredible holiday. I'm glad it was created. I mean, it's been so commercialized right now that less Thanksgiving goes on around more, most, more tables than it used to. But in the home of a believer, it should be an extra day of being thankful for where we are. Not just thankful for that bounty of food that will be there. If I keep talking about food, I'll finish even quicker. But God tells us that it's His will for us to be thankful. So we live a life of rejoicing, praying, and being thankful. Not just on the fourth Thursday in November, but every day. A life of thanksgiving because when you are thankful to God, the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So make it a practice. I want to close with a verse I've already read back in Philippians chapter number 1. Is it chapter 1? Yeah. Philippians chapter 4, excuse me, verses 6 and 7. If you can pull that back up real quick. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, listen to me, in every situation, say it to a neighbor, say in every situation. If you don't like saying in every situation, just say in everything. And everything, by prayer and supplication or petition, with thanksgiving. Don't live that, leave that part out. Don't just go to God in prayer and not thank Him. Because I'm telling you, what is, what is that song from, uh, is it White Christmas? That Bing Crosby sings and he says, Count your blessings instead of sheep. I was going to try to sing, but my wife bailed y'all out. You're, you should be thankful because I am not a singer. She just bailed you out right there. But it's that song that he says, count your blessings instead of sheep. So I would say to us today, let's be the people of God that count our blessings instead of all the other things that are going on. Or count our blessings in the midst of all the other things that are going on. It's Thanksgiving time, but we are thankful people. And we live a life of thanksgiving. And then it says this, By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds 
in Christ Jesus. I ask again, how many of you love peace? There's a formula to attain it. Don't be anxious. Pray. Be thankful. And you will have peace. Father, we thank you today for your word that instructs us, corrects us, challenges us, and encourages us. Father, I'm thankful for those that have gathered in this room today, in this place here at Life Change Church on the campus. I'm thankful for those who have joined in today online, God. I pray that your hand of blessing be upon each one. And Father, before I close today, I want to pray for your people, and I want to ask them a couple of questions. So Holy Spirit, I pray that that you would prompt and do your work in the next couple of minutes, even for you that are watching maybe at home or at work or wherever online. If you're here today and you have some places of dry bones that need to rattle, you sang it today that God is the way maker, the miracle worker, the promise keeper. There's a formula to initiate the praise in your life, and that is to quit worrying about that place that you're in. Surrender it to God. It says make your request known. Turn it over to Him with thanksgiving, and then peace will come. And when peace comes into your life, praise will follow. Thankfulness is an act of praise. And if there's anyone in here or watching online today that would say, Pastor, before you close today in your closing prayer, would you just pray for me? There's some places in my life that, that are dry, or maybe there's some places in, that li- in my life that fear has come. And fear will bring dryness to your bones. And you'd say, I want to surrender that fear to God. Because fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in His love. That's you today. Just real quickly, just slip your hand up. I'm not going to ask you to come forward today, but I just want to bless you in the name of Jesus. I see you all. Thank you for your hands. Before I pray for you, I want to ask one more question because I stated it at the beginning that these promises are for God's children. These promises are for those who have surrendered their life to Christ. And if you're here today and you haven't done that, or if you're watching online and you've never received what Christ has done for you on the cross. You never asked Him to forgive you of your sin and your sinful life and to save you and then to be your Lord. you got to do that before you can experience all the things we've talked about today. He has them for you. He wants to give them for you, to you. But He just needs you to receive and re- repent of your sins and receive what He has done for you on the cross. If there's anyone in here or online today You can do that just by lifting up your hand, and I want to include you in the prayer as well. Is there anybody here that wants to just surrender their life to Christ today? Can we do this as a church before I pray over you? Because there may be some online today that are surrendering their life to Christ, or maybe they're watching it later, and they come across uh, Life Change Church, and they happen to watch this video. Can we pray a prayer with them? For those that may be receiving Christ today, will you join me and pray out loud this prayer? Say, Heavenly Father, thank you today for your word that changes my life. Thank you that you love me, that you sent Jesus to die for me. And because of that, I repent of my sin. I turn away from my old life 
And I give my life to you. I ask you to forgive me. To wash me and make me clean of all sin. Be my Savior. And now I ask you to be my Lord. To supply these promises as by your Holy Spirit you show me how to live. Give me a love for your word so I can grow in you. In Jesus' name, amen. For those of you who lifted your hands, and and we rejoice today over those that have given their life to Christ. If you gave your life to Christ today, please contact Life Change Church and let them know. You can put a comment in the scroll over there, or you can contact them directly. I'm sure they have information that you can contact them. But if if you did that today, contact them. They want to help you begin this walk with Jesus. But for those of you who lifted your hands, let's pray one more time. And if you lifted your hand, instead of coming up today, would you just stand right where you are? If you lifted your hand and said, I need God to help me, heads bowed and eyes closed, nobody looking around. But if you lifted your hand a moment ago and said, I need God to help me in this area, in some areas in my life, God bless you. God bless you. This is an act of faith when you stand this way. This is putting feet to your faith that God is going to meet you in your place in Jesus' name. And if you're comfortable and do it, lift one hand or both hands. And I just want to pray over you in the name of Jesus. And you pray for yourself because you know exactly what's going on. You know the place. Let him rattle those dry bones as you surrender them to him, as you give thanks to him, as you give praise to him, because rattling is a praise sound. Father, for these that have stood today, Lord, in the powerful and mighty name of Jesus, by your authority, we say dry bones come alive. In Jesus' name. By your authority, we pray, Lord, that in the areas that maybe fear has crept into some of their lives and have kept them from moving forward, maybe in certain areas or maybe even a call and a, and a mission that you have for them uh, to do things, Lord, we speak against that fear today in the name of Jesus and we declare what your word says, not what Rick Fountain says, but what your word says, that you have not given them a spirit of fear, so we drive it away in Jesus' name. And we say, Lord, descend upon them with a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And God, that in all these things, we will give you thanks for this is your will concerning us in Christ Jesus. That there may be things we're not thanking you for, but there can be nothing we can't thank you in. Because you are God Almighty. Holy Spirit, do your work in these lives today. And we ask this in the glorious and precious and mighty name of Jesus, believing it with the faith that even you've given that to us, the faith that we have to believe it in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said out loud, amen. Now would you all stand with me? And I don't know if I need to turn this back over to anyone or if I'm just closing it, but I'm going to do my last part. And if this is the end, uh, be blessed in Jesus' name. But honey, would you join me up here and let's... Let's pray this blessing over them and their families. I pray that you have a wonderful and awesome Thanksgiving time. And I hope you're able to get together with folks and enjoy yourself. But we want to speak the blessing of the Word of God over you today. And we declare this. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May He lift His countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you for being here today. 
We truly love this house and love you. God bless you.